It is another player signing here in the month of August, and guess who's back? By popular demand, I've seen his name come up everywhere whenever we announce a signing. People say, sign Lincoln Griffin, announce Lincoln Griffin. Well, Lincoln Griffin has re-signed with the Cyclones, and uh, Griffin's pretty crazy, man. You go from, and we talked about it last year, you go from being... Uh, you know, kind of kind of cast it off in Greenville to immediately a fan favorite and one of the top producers uh, on the Cyclones. You finished third on the team in a tie for third with goals, scoring 22. Um, your career just sort of soared when you came to Cincinnati. Yeah, no, uh, you know, when Painter uh, brought me in and kind of gave me that chance, I, uh, I, you know, I'd like to say I kind of, played well with that. And, uh, you know, uh, I couldn't have done it without my teammates. Um, especially the leaders, you know, bringing me in, I was kind of all nervous and anxious because I've been up and down, uh, you know, in the SP and in the coast. So, um, I was kind of just, you know, all over the place, but I really settled in and, uh, I kind of found a home, um, you know, uh, in Cincy. Pretty cool place to be too. I mean, and not that Greenville is a bad spot either. And you were in Knoxville uh, in the SPHL, which, you know, we don't talk about that league a lot, but there are a couple of sleeper markets there uh, that, that are pretty nice. But uh, where does Cincy rank? I guess in a way you're pretty fortunate because I think all the spots you've been in pro hockey have been decent towns. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't been to any uh, of the the bottom towns. As I <laughs> but, uh, Cincy's definitely up there. I'd, I'd put it at two behind Boston. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The, the, uh, the mass kid here, of course, out of Walpole, Massachusetts, uh, and Griff, you know, talking about Cincinnati and, and talking about this team, you know, what's cool, as you were saying there just a moment ago is like, you were nervous, you were unsure. And prior to getting to Cincinnati, like, Hey man, it, it could have been, could have been, Hey, you're going from Greenville to Cincy and you play bad for three games. You're back in the SPHL. Um, you took, advantage of your opportunity here and went from being uh, I I think Greenville would have maybe viewed you as more of a bubble guy on the coast um to being an everyday top minutes player special teams opportunities and, and a producer I mean when you talk about the nerves are those some of the things that maybe creep into your mind is like okay I, I you're only going to get so many opportunities this could be my last one in the ECHL yeah uh it's definitely in the back of your mind um but like I said, once I got there, the the boys kind of, uh, you know, brought me in and uh, kind of treated me like family. So that definitely helped. And then uh, once I got the opportunity, um, you know, playing with some good players, uh, I capitalized on it. So uh, thank God. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I mean, you really did. You were kind of up and down the lineup, too. I think toward the end of the year, it was you were a lot of times paired with Matt McLeod. Um, is it fun to keep up with him on the ice? Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. And then with Louie in the middle, it, it was a, it was a good line. Yeah, it really was. And all three of you guys kind of having your own uh, pieces. When you got here, like I said, man, you, you blew up, like you became a fan favorite because the puck was in the back of the net. As soon as it went onto your stick, you were scoring goals. I mean, how much fun was that initial run? Not to mention that, and people sometimes forget about this. Like you were here for, I guess, if you want to call it the heyday of our season, we had a nine game point streak five game winning streak uh, sandwiched in there all doing so while a ton of guys were out due to COVID AHL call-ups. I mean, it's funny because in our most adverse time of the season, the Cyclones played their best hockey. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had a crazy time then. Um, but, uh, it's kind of the, the next guy up mentality. Um, you know, if you get your opportunity, uh, you, you try to capitalize on it. And I think, uh, everyone did in the lineup. So, uh, let's circle back as we talk about the, uh, the, the players I feel like the fans have to come in there. Uh, I think of the, what the overtime goal against Fort Wayne, you were going nuts. Yep. Yeah. And that was a big game. That was a really big game to win. We got that one um, there for some of those January crowds. Uh, I mean, scoring against your former team is always fun. Oh, yeah. Do you have any kind of moments that stick out to you in particular? I hope I didn't spoil it by naming some of them. I feel like the OT one, I'm going to guess is maybe up yeah, there. That, that'll probably be it. Um, that, that's it, that uh, a rink was just buzzing. Um, former team, you know, um, and then just just all the games with the uh, the big beer towers, uh, you gotta love that. And then someone knocks it over, and the crowd goes nuts. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun there, though. Hey, so okay, speaking on the uh, the dollar beer nights, um, it, it's funny because I don't even I don't think I've asked a player this. Like, you'll hear this roar in the crowd and if you're on the bench, whether it's you know you're looking over, hearing something from the coach. You're trying to listen to what coach is telling you, or maybe you're looking down and you're, you know, taking a sip of a of Gatorade. All of a sudden you hear this big roar and you're, you know, human nature to just look up and be like, okay, what did I miss? I was like, oh, beer tower went down. Like, yeah. is that, I mean, did that ever happen? Uh, a couple times. And then you, you kind of start getting used to it. But if, if I was uh, the away team um, and had no idea, uh, I'd be looking every single time. What are uh, your thoughts? I mean, we talk about the crowds and how rowdy, uh, rowdy they get, and and it's kind of different crowds. Like your dollar beer nights have some crazies out there in all the fun ways, and then you'll see more families come out on the weekends. But typically on the weekend, you're getting eight, nine, sometimes ten thousand fans. I mean, what was it like? And and in comparison to some of the other spots you've been in pro hockey, minus Boston, uh, what uh what has it been like? And and what was it like to experience? Um, the crowds here at Heritage Bank Center? Uh, I'd say, honestly, it was probably number one, um, but, but maybe besides college. But uh, like you said, that doesn't count. So, uh, no, it was crazy, though. Um, just looking up in the stands and having every seat almost full, uh, you know, them bringing the energy kind of, you know, gave us a little a little jump, too. So it definitely helped us out. So going into this season, again, you had 22 goals uh, at, at the end of last year, also had two points in, in the seven-game playoff series. Now, for as, as fun as it is, I've seen you downstairs. I know you're one of uh, maybe ritual where you're very, very dialed into your preparation and, and getting game ready. Now, at the tail end of the season, I feel like the points started to kind of fall off a little bit uh, where the production wasn't where I, I know you'd certainly liked it to be. Uh, I mean, are those areas of the, your game that you look at? I mean, as you go from from this year where I think last season you're like, okay, I want to be an everyday ECHL player. That's probably first and foremost my goal is I want to stick here and then I want to continue to develop and see if I can get a shot at the AHL level. Now you're coming into this season as – an everyday ECHL player. And I think the expectation is that the expectation is to produce. How do you kind of evaluate yourself from last season to this season, be it goals, expectations, things of that nature? Um, you know, just in the off season, whether it's working out, um, you know, being on the ice, working on uh, 
little things, um, new things that, you know, the skills coach that I work with uh, has for me. Um, even kind of going over, uh, you know, past games or um, just talking it out with him. Um, I think that'll help me uh, tremendously. And then kind of seeing where I dropped off a bit. Um, you know, it's a long, grueling season. So um, I think kind of, you know, just worrying about uh, keeping my body and, um, you know, things like that kind of more uh, prime for later in the, in the season, um, whether it's cold tubs or, you know, whatever the, they give you. Uh, I, I think that'll help, um, you know, towards the end of the season. Is it fair to say, too, I mean, we're talking about things you can look at and ways you can get better. Is it at all fair to say, hey, maybe one of the things that made it tough toward the end of the season is I haven't played that many games in a year uh, in a long time? Because the when you were in the SPHL, it was a reduced season. It's a 56-game regular season on a normal year anyway, so already significantly shorter than the coast. Um, then you're in college, again, probably playing anywhere from 30 40 games on a really high end uh, in a season. So, you know, not to mention there was this thing called COVID where people weren't getting ice time in their off season and able to continue their routines as they had normally been accustomed to. So, I mean, is it fair to say that maybe the biggest adjustment is simply, okay, now I know what it's like to play 60, 70 plus games a season and I'll be ready to go. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I think you, you got it spot on. Uh, you kind of, you know, have to know what to do with your body, how to treat it. Um, and even just preparing for the start of the season, whether it's getting on the ice more uh, right before or, or whatnot. So uh, going into this season, you know, everybody's having a long off season to get it more on the casual side. I know you're working a bit. Can you tell us what are you doing uh, up on the Northeast now to kind of keep yourself busy this summer? Uh, well, you know, I'd like to say I'm uh, away from the rink doing some, you know, maybe hotel business like Brownie, but I'm <laughs> just not. Uh, so I'm coaching and I run some skills um, almost every day. Um, except the weekend. So that's what I'm doing. Um, it's, you know, from nine-year-old, uh, excuse me, nine-year-olds to about 15. So you watch the the other podcasts? Uh, I saw his little clip on uh, the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you, are you trying to say that you want to get into the hotel business or you're looking for a connection to, to go? Well, up? I did. I did go to, uh, I did go to school for business management. So I've been in uh, Brownie's ear a little bit. All right. Nice. Nice. Well, there's some, some things coming down the pipeline here. Yeah. Let's uh, I'm more of a blue collar worker though. He, he's white collar. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I take offense to that. That's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, Griff, as, as we get toward the end here, um, you know, the, the thing is, and I think this is worth asking you, when you have a productive season, you get eyes, uh, you get the attention of other teams. I doubt that only the Cyclones would have been interested if somebody saw that, hey, a guy with 20 plus goals and nearly 50 points uh, is available. So when did you officially sign with the Cyclones. Obviously all these announcements are coming after the fact. So when did you officially sign with the Cyclones and what uh, led you to that decision? Was there any contemplation on, on looking at what else is out there or were you uh, uh, pretty convinced that you were coming back here? Um, I don't remember the exact date. It was probably uh, three weeks to a month, probably a month ago. 
Um, but no, there was no hesitation, no doubt in my mind that if I was coming back here or come back in the East Coast, that it was be, it would be with Cincy. Well, I know the Cyclones are, are happy to have you back. Last thing before we let you go, um, you're a fun guy who likes to have fun. Tell us about some of the things that, uh, I guess, tell us some of the things that you're allowed to talk about uh, when it comes to Cincinnati. Any go-to spots for you? Uh, Viber was talking about getting some of the guys to try Skyline Chili last year. I know some did, some didn't. Where were you on that boat? Tell me a little bit. On Skyline Chili? Tell me a little bit. Well, I, I can already tell your answer isn't going to no, be. Really I, I'm I'm out on Skyline. I've I've never tried it, but I just I don't know. That's not me. Right. Um, some of the spots. Well, I mean, for opening day, any any spot downtown, uh, right outside of the the stadium was was definitely hopping. So that's probably my uh, my favorite day of the you know the hockey if uh if it works out this year based on our schedule I, I think there's a shot that we'll be here for opening day i think there's a chance but we'll see i, I hope so i well, hope we, I, can, I can get to a bengals game too oh there you go yeah you missed out last year so yeah. hopefully well we got a couple of sundays off earlier in the season so uh uh maybe a chance to get over there i would say palm brown stadium they just changed it. i think it's paycor stadium now really yeah, yeah I'll, have, I'll have to text joey b um to see there you if go, yeah. some tickets there you go. All right, Griff. Well, uh, certainly a personality. It's one of the things that made you a fan favorite along with your scoring touch. And uh, I know the fans are, are looking forward to having you back here. They'll get their first chance to take a look uh, at you and the rest of the 22-23 Cyclones on Saturday, October 29th. It is first face-off against the Iowa Heartlanders. Fans can go to cycloneshockey.com to get their tickets. We're just a couple months away from that. Lincoln Griffin, the newest player signing and another returnee to the Cyclones for this season. Griff, good catching up with you, man. And uh, we'll see you here in a couple of months. Always a pleasure, Mosser. Appreciate it.